Anthony Fasano from the Engineering Management Institute here. And before we bring you this episode of the podcast, we want to let you know that like many people, the team here at EMI is concerned about the COVID-19 coronavirus. While there are many reputable news and medical sources out there to help you stay informed, here at EMI, we'd like to use our platform to keep you up to date on any news related to engineering projects, conferences, events, and so on. We will be posting this information as we receive it at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org forward slash COVID-19. Again, that's engineeringmanagementinstitute.org forward slash C-O-V-I-D-1-9. Stay informed and stay safe. Welcome to this episode of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Fasano, and this is a short introduction and not your typical episode. We are uh, in the midst of this quarantine, of course, here in the U.S. and beyond, and uh, it's an interesting time, and so I figured I'd take a little walk to get out of the house, and I figured I'd take you with me and talk a little bit about what's been helpful for me in terms of, I would say, not only you know, getting through this time, but, you know, doing things that will help myself just mentally, physically in the future, our company, the Engineering Management Institute succeed, and just continuing to help engineers and engineering companies. And so there are three main things that I want to talk about as I walk here. And the first one is mindset. The second one is kind of I guess your mental health, really meditation for me, that's been helpful. And the third one is, you know, your physical health and how that's really important. And this is a great time for those of you that, you know, typically spend two, three hours commuting on a regular basis. You now have those, you know, two, three hours a day back. And so you might do some of these things with that time and that actually might help you to be more productive. And so the first one and probably the most important aspect of this is mindset. And really these three things combine mindset, kind of your mental health, your physical health. To me, they are, the combination of them can create mindfulness. And that's a word that I've actually started to focus on before all this COVID-19 pandemic came upon us. And the reason for me that I started this was I've been interviewing so many engineers on the podcast and so many of them have told me that meditation has been a powerful action in their lives to help them with some of the headspace and to be able to process things more clearly, be more mindful, be more proactive. And so I started doing that. So let's start with mindset. And you cultivate your own mindset. And really the way I think about mindset is how I approach things and how I react to things. And so I read a book, and I'll mention a couple of books in this episode that we'll link to in the show notes because it is a great time to read or listen to books right now. But I read a book not too long ago called Zen and the Art of Happiness by Chris Prentice. And the reason I bought the book, I mean, I read probably a book a week, so I'm always looking for books. But I was interested in just looking and reading more about how people, you know, find happiness or create happiness, which in itself is a word that could be, you know, the definition could be different for everybody. And so this book was, was really interesting. And, you know, he says near the beginning of the book, if you want to be happier in life, the only thing you have to do is just be happy. Meaning that it's really your own, again, mindset and approach. It doesn't matter that you have a certain car is not going to make you happier. Your house or other material things, a higher salary, 
It's like really it comes down to the individual just simply being happier, you know, identifying things that maybe make you happy, doing more of them. And, you know, there are other books out there, and I've read some books before associated with these blue zones that they call them around the world where they're like the happiest people in the world live there and they're, you know, and some of them are the poorest, you know, countries or regions in the world. And it's maybe they're happy because of interaction with other people, maybe even happy because they don't have as much stress as people in other, you know, city-like environments or corporate environments. So, so that was one interesting takeaway in the book. But the biggest takeaway from the book was his philosophy, his, in terms of Zen, what Zen is and the foundation of it, which he says is, everything that happens to you is the best possible thing that can happen to you. And I'm sure if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, you've heard me mention this phrase before, but especially at times like this, this kind of a mentality becomes important, right? And so if you have that mentality that everything that happens to you is the best possible thing that happens to you, it will force you to look for some of the positives that are happening during this pandemic. Unfortunately, there are many people that have fell ill, many people that have died, and that's sad. And I hope that your family is, is well and healthy. And if not, I hope that they, they can recover. However, think about for the long term what this might do in terms of being more prepared next time. For you, you could catch up on things that you wanted to do that you haven't been able to do, whether that is reading, whether that is some personal development, whether that is spending some more time with your kids and your family or doing things around your house that you never had the opportunity to do, right? And so that's something to think about. And I would only think about that if the mindset was prepared to think about that. If the mindset is not prepared to think that way, you may focus on the negative aspects of this, you know, the instability maybe of your job at this time or your company at this time, you know, being kind of cooped up in a house with a lot of young kids that have a lot of energy or whatever the case may be, right? And so, you know, working on your mindset is an absolute great thing to do. So that book was helpful for me, but if you're looking for other books, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari is a dynamite book. And I mentioned that on the podcast as well, which also helps to cultivate this type of mindset. There's another book that I just cracked open again, which is by Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And that's another book that can really help with mindset, even though it's about interacting with people. It's also about kind of your approach to life and how you interact with people. So what I can tell you in general about mindset is you just need to work on your mindset. Create a mindset where you're more proactive, not reactive, and consider looking for the opportunities and situations. Because it's often that in these times, something amazing happens in terms of your career, in terms of your life, that might shift it for the future. And I'll give you another example. One of the things, another book that I read, I had this book on my shelf for a year or two. And during this pandemic, I was looking at my bookshelf and it stuck out at me. It's called The Pumpkin Plan by Michael Malkowitz. And I read it and... It really made me think that what we need to do during this time is reach out to our clients and engineers and understand what their needs are and how we can better serve them going forward. And so I've been conducting these conversations with engineering uh, company owners. With We did some surveys through our mailing list. Just really trying to understand how we can help, how we can better serve the community. And the conversations have been amazing. I've learned so much. 
And if we didn't go through this situation we're going through now, and I didn't read that book, I probably wouldn't have taken those actions. And those actions, I believe, will drive the course of our business and my own career in the future. So that's that's mindset. You cultivate your mindset. You focus on it. And you, what you're putting into your brain by what you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, are going to help you to cultivate that mindset. The second thing is kind of mental health, right? Some people might refer to it as, you know, your headspace. This can be a trying time for that as well. Again, you're stuck. You feel like you're stuck. You feel like your job might be up in the air. And so mental health can be important. And so one of the things that I've kind of wanted to do over the years, but haven't really been able to do it, is to meditate. I've read all the benefits around it, and their benefits are huge. I've, you know, admired people that do it. I've attempted to do it for many years. And even if I had a couple days in a row, I would fall back into old habits. And so through one of my podcast interviews, a woman named Anya O'Dwyer, who I interviewed, who's an owner of a civil engineering company, and she's doing great things. In fact, we'll link to her interview here. She mentioned an app called the Waking Up app by Sam Harris that she uses to meditate on a daily basis. And so, you know, when I heard it from her, I said, let me look into this. So I downloaded the app. There's like a 10-day free trial. and I started doing the daily meditations. It starts with like a 30-day intro course. You know, they're about 10 minutes a day. And I was really enjoying it. And so, you know, the 10 days came up and I it's, it's a paid-for app. And I decided to invest in the app and I purchased the app. And I've continued to go with it. And I've been going now for about 70 days. I'm close to a 1,000 minutes of meditation over those 70 days. Some days I do more than 10 minutes because I want to. But what I found was that, first of all, Sam's voice and his daily meditation, you know, guiding you through the meditations daily is very helpful for me to be able to sit there for 10 minutes and kind of quiet my mind or, you know, follow along with his prompts. But what I found beyond that is that it has introduced a, some mindfulness into my, my life, meaning that mindfulness, meaning that I'm more attentive to things that are happening in the moment. Some people might call it being present, but it's very, it's very evident for me. Everything has slowed down a bit and it's very powerful and it could be very helpful in terms of your career because when you're in your career on a day-to-day basis and you're making decisions on what to say to people, how to respond to people, Mindfulness plays a big role when you were dealing with people, you know, even family members, and you have to respond to them. Mindfulness can play a big role. And so I really, really kind of, it's up to you in terms of what you do and what you take out of this. But if meditation is something that you've been interested in doing or you thought about doing, or maybe even if you haven't even thought about it, I highly recommend checking out Sam Harris's app, Waking Up. Do the 10-day free trial at a minimum and just see if that will help you to stick. And I can tell you, and you know, Sam says this many times, and he's done a lot of research on this. He has a science background. Even if you meditate for just 10 minutes a day or even less, the impacts of it throughout your day can be monumental. And so that's important right now and beyond now. And so it's been something that's been extremely helpful, and I would recommend that you check it out. So again, he also has a book, Waking Up, which is another resource you could check out. 
And Jack Hornfield is another uh, kind of meditation guru. And I've gotten his book in the past that comes with like a CD or guided meditations. Guided meditations are the best way to start. To put yourself in a room and sit there and try to be quiet and still and not think about anything for 10 minutes is, for many people, torture. And so having the guided meditation in the background can be monumental. All right, so the third and final point I want to talk about is physical activity. And everyone's different in terms of physical exercise and how it might help them and how they utilize it when they do it. But for me, one thing that's obvious is that physical exercise is critical for me in terms of staying mentally focused and in terms of staying productive. And I think the reason that a lot of people don't engage in physical exercise is because they feel that they don't have the time to do it. They don't have time to go to the gym. They don't have time to work out. And, you know, I get that. But at the same time, if you take a half an hour a day, just a half an hour a day to do some exercise, it can make the hours you're working so much more productive. It can also help you to stay much more healthy. And, you know, think about what's going on now with this pandemic. I mean, you hear everything on the news about who's more susceptible to this. And certainly keeping yourself in shape is helpful to your immune system and helps you to fight off certain, you know, colds, viruses, diseases, whatever they may be. And also, especially during this time, you can certainly make physical exercise fun. You can go out with your family and take walks, uh, take some bike rides. We built some vegetable gardens in our yard. We have been doing, we did a couple hikes. We've been kind of doing stuff together. And so it's not that hard to do. You could just literally take a walk around your neighborhood. It's not hard to get exercise. And it's just something that is really worth doing. And now, you know, (laughs) there's no better time to do this than now, right? Because like I said, you probably at a minimum have your commute time back, even if you're working the same hours. And I think that that's one of the things that I found in talking to people that work from home or that work remotely. One of the biggest challenges for them is that oftentimes because they are working from home, they feel that they need to compensate for that. They feel that they need to work more hours. They need to work harder because they're not in the office. And what happens is lack of attention to all of the things that I've discussed in this episode. Being, you know, the personal development, reading things, making sure you have a good mindset, doing the meditation or reflection of some sort on a daily basis, getting the physical exercise. And so they end up being in worse shape by working from home because they're just, it's like one big blur. And, you know, granted, there's never really a, you know, a clear line between work and home because you have your cell phone. Even if you do work in an office on a regular basis, when you get home, you still have access to those emails and phone calls and everything else. But when you work from home, there's really no separation. There's not even a physical separation. And so I would urge you to make these habits important. One of the other habits that I picked up many years ago, probably 15 years ago now, was Tai Chi. Doing 10 minutes of Tai Chi every morning when I wake up. So now I do meditation, then I do the Tai Chi. And between the two exercises, it's 20 minutes a day. But without those 20 minutes, I would not be able to be as productive as I am on a daily basis. And I'll try to find the YouTube video with my Tai Chi routine on it. And I will uh, put it out there or attach it to the show notes. So really, that that's kind of what I wanted to cover in this episode here. Those three very important aspects, really not just of your career, but of life, which is your mindset and your approach. And you kind of can cultivate that mindset and approach 
And that can go the same for family mindset, company mindset, company culture. You know, kind of the leader can cultivate that through what everyone on the team is kind of taking in. So that's very important. Uh, Your mental health. And the best thing that I found to help to stay clear mentally is meditation. It will help you to become more mindful on a day-to-day basis. And it's not that difficult to do, especially if you utilize like a guided meditation. And the third and final aspect is that physical exercise. Make sure you get physical exercise of some kind on a daily basis, whether it's a walk, whether it's, you know, going outside and doing some gardening. In fact, I was playing this Nerf gun game with my, my kids the other day at home, and I hadn't had any physical activity yet. And by the end of the game, I was kind of huffing and puffing, and I kind of got a workout in. So there's many different ways that you can get your heart rate up and get your body in motion. But like I said... If you're not doing these things now, you're never going to do them because you odds are you have more time on your hands than ever. And the decisions that you'll make here during this pandemic in terms of how you're going to invest that time, invest the time in yourself, invest the time in your family, invest the time in your team, they will. They will drive the future. And there's a great quote by Warren Buffett that said, somebody's sitting under the tree in the shade because somebody made a decision to plant seeds a very long time ago. And so I'll kind of leave you with that quote and the message. What seeds are you planting now? While this seems like a bit of a gloom and doom situation, you can plant seeds right now that will create opportunities for you, your family, your company, your team in the future. And I hope this episode helps you to do that. We're going to continue to publish our free content for engineers. You can find it all on our website at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. We're going to continue to run our people skills and project management training courses, which you can find on the same website by clicking on the training tab. And if you're a subscriber to our email list and you want to talk about this episode or any of the challenges you're facing, you can certainly reply to our emails and we will try to get back in touch with you and help you through these times. Just remember to plant some seeds during these times, and I hope that we can continue to help you engineer your own success. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.